What do you say? What do you say? It's... Uh, I don't know, man. That was... Um, you know what's funny? Yeah. How... Even knowing that we're champs and we will forever be champs. Yeah. It still hurts knowing that you were at the top of the mountain and then no matter what the analyst says, you still made a mountain out of a molehill. This is by far has been one of the best seasons in franchise history, but it still hurts. And it's, you know, we can point at so many things, so many different things. Uh, but you know what? You have to kind of stop and think, hey, man, what a run. That was fun, man. That was hella fun. Don't you agree? It was. It was. And we, we will definitely look back on this season as, as one of the most fun, one of the best seasons to experience. Because yep. every time the Raptors got doubted, they show why they're the champs right yep. and this is a season that we're going to love looking back on but right yep. now in this very moment it's hard to do that so what you guys are getting is raw emotion yeah i think yeah. i mm -hmm. think that's okay because we this just shows how much that like uh, us three we've been doing this since the two years ago since the Kawhi trade and we've mm -hmm. you know been champs <laughs> like ever since really and it's like i as i said in the beginning we kind of are just recording just straight raw emotions at the at the jump we we the game ended um the season is over Toronto raptors fans and we just pressed record just to see because we're at the same time we're fans and we're doing this for you guys and we want to feel the same you know emotions that you guys are and i and i feel like it, it's tough for sure but I mean, you know, at the end of the day, you kind of just have to put a smile on the face and realize how great this team was. Mm -hmm. Dre, what about you, man? Well, first off, there can only be one winner. And if you're looking at a year where we started this thing, the Kawhi trade that started our pod and the Kawhi trade that started the next season that our pod I remember when he got traded to the Clippers, we all said, this is it, this, the, well, the he, league is he, balanced. He more signed to the Clippers. He didn't even well, get Okay, traded. sorry. I can't even think straight. Uh, he <laughs> was know, signed feel, to the Clippers. I feel you. I feel you he signed to the Clippers and he left. We knew that the whole league was balanced. And it's like, who's yeah. going to take it this year? Is it going to be the Rockets? Is it going to be the Lakers? Is it going to be the Clippers? Is it going to be the 76ers? Is it going to be the Raptors? Mm -hmm. The Nuggets? The The Heat? Nobody thought the OKC, but look where they ended up. Uh, people thought the Nets, but look where they ended up. There are so many things. We didn't know that Golden State was going to be as bad as it was. We didn't know that the Timberwolves who were on top would plummet straight down to the bottom. We didn't know that the Suns had a chance. We didn't know a lot of things because this season is so balanced and so without a clear shot winner. And then you have to take into account the plethora of things ranging from the emotional thresholds like David Stern's passing, Kobe Bryant's passing, to the shutdown with the pandemic and the, the rise, the resurrection in the bubble where nobody was playing the same. Nobody was playing the same basketball. And with so many factors smacking against this parody-filled season, where there, for once in like a decade, there wasn't like 
a super team that was going to rise out on top with the utmost certainty, we almost made it to the conference finals, like barely almost made it. And we lost to a team that can go all the way, the Celtics, like Tatum, Brown. If they win this year, this is the start of their dynasty, mark my words. If they don't, they might soon. So the fact that we got that close, I'm really proud of us, guys. I'm really, really proud with all things considered and a hell of a season, both positive and negative. I'm really, really proud of us. That's all I can say, like right now. It's sad that we had more to give, and yeah. now we can't give any more. Now that's Kyle Lowry's words just now. Mm-hmm. And it strikes a chord because that could be said for us as fans, us as podcasters, us media, us as, you know, even just the Raptors themselves. Like you just felt like the way this season has gone, it's, uh, you know, obviously with the pandemic, things were very different, but the Raptors will forever hold the, the, the record for the longest single season champion at 456 days. But it just felt like the Raptors could give more. Right. And mm-hmm. this game seven is not indicative of what their well, a part of it was indicative of what their season was, right? It was, you know, the Celtics came out strong and, and that's where the doubt started creeping in. It was like, oh no, the Raptors are down by twelve in the first quarter. Is this gonna be like game one? Is this gonna be like game five? Is it gonna be a blowout? And no. The Raptors came back and answered with their run of their own and even ended the first quarter leading for I believe it was the first time all series. And mm-hmm. it happened it again in the third quarter. They got up by nine. And the Raptors came back again. And then in the fourth quarter, with the Raptors down by seven in the last four minutes, they came back again. It, this team just keeps fighting. And I yep. I can't help but stare at Lowry's words. He is absolutely right. There is more that they could have given. And it's just really sad that it's over. And, and one more quote from... From Lowry, he said, you know, it's it's tough to lose a game like this. And he hasn't seen his kids in three months or almost three months now. And he doesn't want to go home. But at the same time, now he gets to see his kids. So I'm happy for him on that front. And honestly, like, I think you hit it on the head, Dre, in terms of what, what this season has meant to us as fans. And it's definitely going to be something we'll, we will remember forever. And I think that that's just a testament to what the Raptors have been able to put together, right? You're mm-hmm. supposed to remember the championship season, but this one, I don't know, this one was special, guys. Can yeah. I uh, just uh, continue one of your thoughts that you brought up with? Uh, yeah, go for it. The whole the whole family connection. Obviously, every team and every player is devoted to their family, whether it's like the family that they grew up with or the one that they have created. And that's something that a lot of a lot of people don't think about when it comes to the bubble game. The Raptors love their fans, but. They love their hometown, but they also are so in tune with like their families. And that's a big portion as to what we were seeing, especially in last year's playoff run. We were seeing Lowry's kids. We were seeing, um, you know, siblings, you know, what this meant to, to Pascal and, and the memory of his father, um, OG, and, and what was going on in his life. The Raptors are so, and and Mark being able to to hoist that trophy along Powell, which obviously has two. The Raptors have always been about their fans and their family with like on their sleeves. They don't play off like they're the bad boy Clippers or the, you know, the Showtime Lakers, which have resurrected again with the LeBron years and Anthony Davis. 
um, who obviously care about their families as well. But like the Raptors have always like made that a, a forefront. So with that in mind, and you raise a good point about the bubble and the fact that they haven't been able to see anything uh, like their, their family, their kids, what we saw, especially in this game, it wasn't even just all that they had to give. It's like literally all the, you know, and they had more left, but this was everything that they were willing to give as if they were like sacrificing themselves. Like Siakam, who didn't have the prettiest series, but he still always tried. He was gassed by yeah. the end. Yeah, you know, Gasol was, was trying his best. Lowry was, you know, he went for the fouls so he could keep going, which ultimately, you know, sent him out a little early in the game. It's it's a game seven, you know, 30 seconds left is too early, right? So um, this was all that they had. It's tough because now they could finally, like, rejuvenate the hearts that, that we know that they have because that's what they, they thrive on. They thrive on their families, like a lot of athletes do, but the Raptors especially have always been about that. And all I can say is, like, I'm I'm happy that they can finally – get that juice back back in their veins and, and get revitalized because clearly somebody like Siaka needed it. Somebody like um, Van Vliet needed it and everybody needed it, but some clearly relied on it more than others. And I'm glad that even though it's sad, they could finally get that warmth again because they deserve it. Yeah. Speaking, uh, coming back to this series, I mean, this went down to literally the wire in game seven, right? Um if you really think about it, we were going to be down 3-0 very easily, and now we force it to Game 7, and thankfully so, because this was quite a thriller. I think that, you know, if you look at the numbers, I think the biggest numbers that, that you know, comes to mind is obviously the turnovers, and 18 yeah. turnovers, and I believe it was 32 points off of those turnovers for the Boston Celtics, and when I, I like every turnover hurts and especially down down the line and a lot of them were from uh you know careless turnovers really i get yeah. like celtics were definitely playing good defense but i mean we kind of shot ourselves in the foot and what it tells me is that they were tired they were it, it, understandably so they were playing heavy heavy minutes this entire series you know siakam played 41 minutes uh kyle lowry 41 fred 44 like these guys have been logging heavy heavy minutes and then <clears throat> when you have these mental lapses of of turnovers after turnover it just means that you're tired and i don't i, I honestly i can't i can't blame them like even the fact that you know it, it was hard for siakam to get anything going he still had the heart to like drive every single time and it's still nice to have, see that the his teammates are giving him that confidence but like listen we got you we're going to give you the basketball no matter if you're going to turn over or not we're going to run back as long as you do the same for us and it's a lot of uh, heavy legs uh, a lot of uh, thinking when you're tired and it's it's hard I mean we get up in the morning and we're already tired <laughs> thinking about these guys are playing 41 44 minutes in a in a bubble atmosphere uh, playing the uh, for their playoff lives like it's it's a lot to ask but these are professional athletes and it's it sucks to know that these guys are the, the season is finished but at the same time it is nice to know that at the end of the day they played their hearts out they played absolutely whatever was left in the tank they emptied it and that's kind of all i wanted win or lose obviously i wanted them to win obviously but i still wanted it to show the fight right and you just wanted to see them fight and then that's what you did like lowry didn't want to go out obviously 
Pascal it was is frustrated obviously they all just wanted to fight and this whole entire series was just a back and forth of like two boxers throwing haymakers and then um Boston throwing the, I guess the the last one the last punch and and though that we kept on coming back from the mat standing up we were still woozy we still kept on fighting and that's what I loved about this team that's that's what I feel like we characterize this team is they never back down from a challenge you know and that's what yeah. I it's sad to know that this season is over but I know that this is not this is the episode that we're not going to talk about you know the season at large it's going to be the episode of like letting ourselves feel I guess the pain, you know, but also understand that, damn, this was hell of a season, guys. Raptor fans, this was one hell of a season. So take it in. You can rewatch it if you really want to. I don't know if I will, but what you know, and watch the rest of the watch the rest of the uh, playoffs too. Like this is really good basketball. So I don't know if you, if you guys have any uh, final words for this last game, the last game seven. The Raptors are are out. Yeah. They're out of the bubble. They're going back to their uh, homes, which is you know good at the end of the day. But is there any final thoughts uh, for this series? Absolutely. Um, if there was ever a game seven where we were going to lose, especially to a team like this. I'm glad it was something like this where, yeah, there were careless mistakes and stuff, but it was both teams making careless mistakes. We had the turnovers. They had the missed foul, foul shots. We had some of the, um, you know, the, the, the gaffes in, in defense. They had some of the, the coaching decisions, like calling a timeout to give us some rest. Clearly, both teams were, like, really running on empty, and we came really close. And, look, even though things like smart flopping uh some of the statements have bothered me regardless all things considered this is a hell of a team this this boston team and if they go all the way um i i'm i'm totally cool with that you know just as long as it's anybody to put the rockets right now i, I can't stand that small ball <laughs> annoying crap but aside from that back on a serious note um we're gonna have a lot more to talk about but that's that's it for this one like it could have been a blowout for us, it could have been a blowout against us, but it was a fight to the bitter end. Unfortunately, my prediction with um, with the Boston guys when we did that. That's... Yeah, you did. You you called Boston on seven. Sorry, sorry, Toronto. But um, <laughs> we made a count. Toronto made a count, and I'm still proud of our boys regardless. Let's 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 run it back. 2021. There's um, a lot of things I I actually still do want to say, but uh, I guess I'll leave it for for our next pod. Um, once I get my my head on straight, but you know, I, I think that there's there is one more quote I will read, and I think that this this Lowry post game press conference is gonna is gonna be a is already showing to be a memorable one. Um, and I'm gonna read this quote um, from his presser. When when we got swept by the Wizards, I read every single article. I read every single thing that was said about me: good, bad, evil, terrible, awesome. And I used it as motivation. And that's what Siakam's going to do. That's the advice I would give him. So use that as a warning, all you non-Raptors fans, because Siakam's going to come back stronger than ever. And let's not forget that he has not been playing professional basketball more than someone like LaMelo Ball. So mm-hmm. Siakam's going to come back with a vengeance. And you know you keep on hating him. And he's collecting receipts. And when he comes back next year, boy, I I fear for the league because him and the rise of OG 
This is going to be a very, very good season next year, and I can't wait for that. And right now this sucks, and it's going to suck to not see our Raptors playing. And, Mm -hmm. you know, as you said at the top, right, this is the first time we are recording a podcast where we are not the champions, and this is weird. So, you know, let the emotions flow right now, but this next season when it gets started, which is not going to be that far off, it's not going to be your typical offseason. These Raptors are going to be ready to go. And we still have the best executive team. We still have the best coach. And we still got a young core. So look out for the Raptors. But for now, it's, it's uh, it sucks that this season's over. Mm-hmm. And it's honestly been a pleasure. Like I've never had more fun uh, than I have this season. So, you know, kudos, guys, on an awesome season. This isn't yeah, the end of this sir. podcast. We're definitely recording again. But uh mm-hmm. Yeah, great job this year, guys. Yeah. So again, this one's not going to be, um, you know, the more the statistics, the the breaking down the game. You're gonna you're gonna hear that in the next podcast. We're definitely going to talk about the season. We're going to talk about the series. We're going to talk about what went right, what went wrong during the season. And but for today, you know what? Just soak it all in, good, bad, or whatever you need, Raptor fans, because we feel you, man. We've been there. We've been at the bottom we've been at at a place where we couldn't win a basketball game and our only uh win was like the 22nd game of the season against the miami heat and then we've gone to the mountaintop where we've risen the uh larry o'brien trophy where we have the rafters uh, we have the the banner in the rafters and it's swaying man it's there and it's proud and, and you know what i'm proud of this team at the end of the day, I'm proud of this team. And it's okay to feel what you're feeling, Raptors fans, because we feel you too. But that's it. The Celtics take this one. Uh, the Raptors lose in the, the Eastern semifinals. Four games to three against the Boston Celtics. Kudos to the Boston Celtics. You guys definitely deserved it. But for our Toronto Raptors, that's it. We'll talk to you guys again, uh, hopefully next week or maybe the week after. Uh, but until next time, Raptor fans, that's a wrap.